0: Thank you for coming up Thank you for coming out. Welcome. My name is Dubs Weinblatt. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and I'm so excited to be here today. In 2015, I founded the queer improv show Thank You For Coming Out, or Tifco as we call it, and It is now one of the longest-running queer improv shows in New York City. During the show, our storytellers share their coming-out stories, and then our improvisers bring them to life. On the podcast, it's a little bit different. We invite a guest on, they share their story, and then we have a conversation about it. And I am so super-duper excited about our guest today. Uh, everyone, put your hands together for Alice Kremlberg, pronouns she, her, hers. <laughs> Hi, Alice. Hi, Doug. How are you? I'm
1: really good. I'm really happy to
0: be here Yay. with you. Yay. I'm really happy that you're here. Um, so, as we all know, we all have multiple coming out stories. It's not just a one and done. Um, so I would love to hear one of your stories.
1: Yeah, there's, I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, and especially since we did the thank you for coming out improv show together. Um, so that was one story, but I've been thinking about like a few different layers of stories, but the one that, um, I did for the show was kind of the first time that my mom really knew that I was queer Um, yeah, so that was a really, (laughs) uh, like, interesting and fun story. I was, I was, like, just about 18, um, and I was shooting something, and I met someone on set, uh, who I spent, like, the whole week with, and, like, fully had the biggest crush on, um, so (laughs) when we were leaving... We, like, got into the van, and I, like, didn't say goodbye to her. And so I, like, rushed out of the van and, like, pretended that I left something in the trailer and was outside the trailer and saw her. And we just had this moment, and I was like, hi, can I can I kiss you? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. Um, and then I, like, rushed back into the van and had this, like, big smile on my face. <laughs> and, and, like, shortly thereafter, I told my mom... Um, and she was like oh that's sweet like she i don't know how serious she took it at that time i mm-hmm. think it took some time for her to like really uh take it more seriously mm-hmm. because at the time i was younger and she was like oh i don't know what she thought but um was like oh cute <laughs> yeah
0: right um yeah yeah so that was one story mm-hmm. yeah great thanks for sharing mm i i wonder i want to know like what was going through your mind like were you wanting to to talk to this person and then you just like were like kind of just like I'm, and then got scared and got in the van and then you're like holy shit I have to do this right now and then jumped out or like what what were you thinking i mean I was definitely younger so the
1: the thought process the thought process wasn't as like um I don't know I wasn't as like held back as maybe i would I would think I would be now, um, I think I was just so enamored by her, Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of, like, took over, so, like, my impulse control was very low, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was, like, I'm gonna do this, because I have to, like, it was very, like, it felt very direct at the time, Mm -hmm. um, there was definitely, like, nerves and stuff that, like, uh, that, like, ran through where I was, like, I don't know, I don't know where this person, you know, you know, I don't know how she feels about me. I don't know if this is gonna like go over well. Um, but I was kind of like, it's now or never. Yeah. So like, it's now. <laughs> that's really brave
0: for Thank seventeen. You. Like that's yeah. But, <laughs> like that's really admirable. I, I don't
1: know if I would do that now. Mm-hmm. I feel like over time I've gotten more shy.
0: Yeah, interesting. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I've gotten the opposite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was
0: really like reserved and shy and now Mm -hmm. I'm just like daring greatly and like doing like giving people notes. I think you're cute. Call me. Um, but that's great. It's a, I mean, sometimes it's great, but (laughs) sometimes it backfires, but, um, no, but it's, yeah. So were there any, were there moments like before that week with this person Mm -hmm. that you, like maybe, maybe you didn't know it in the moment that you, maybe thought that you were a queer person, but then maybe in hindsight, you're like, oh, actually my diary entries were like, I loved Elaine or I don't know, whatever. Yes, (laughs)
1: absolutely. I I mean, that's what, even something, I mean, my mom has like made jokes where she was like, you were always so obsessed with your like, with your female teachers. Like Mm. you would just like attach to them and like want to spend all your time with them. Yeah. Um, Which I think was like a genuinely like loving place, nothing sinister. I was very young, but like... Mm -hmm. Um, There was also this girl that I just remembered on my way here when I was, I was young, my family would go um, up to Vermont and like spend time in this cabin. Some of my family lived there. Mm -hmm. And a friend... (laughs) I haven't talked to her in so long. This will be funny if she ever listens to this. But <laughs> <laughs> um, my one of my dad's friend's daughters, okay. we would, yeah, so we would hang out, like, my dad and his friend would go off and hang out, and me and my sister would hang out with this other girl. Um, and she was, like, a little bit older than us, but she was so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remembered, like, wanting to spend all of my time with her. I was, like, so obsessed, but, like genuinely like looked up to her, but like, definitely, I feel like looking back, I was like, there was probably something deeper than that. Like, I thought she was so cool and so free and like, you know, all this stuff. So that was definitely one moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, going into high school, I changed, I changed schools. I was in, uh, in the suburbs and then I came into the city, uh, for high school and we would work on plays and we'd do plays during the summer. Uh, little like black box things. And one girl who was like close to my age, maybe like a year or two older, uh, was working on a show with us. Mm -hmm. And again, I was like so obsessed with her. Mm -hmm. I just, I was like, there was like something about like, oh, this person's so cool and they're so smart. Um, and there was like such an attraction there. And then this is nobody knows this my brother came to see the show and then he was like what's the deal with this girl mm. and I was like who what what
0: and I was me? like get away
1: He's <laughs> like which girl no she's not I like had a boyfriend at the time but I, oh like, I was like no <laughs> my crush um oh, wow. yeah yeah we spent a weekend like workshopping this play um And it was just like, it was the cast and it was like, you know, everybody was like 17 or 16. Everyone was young. Mm -hmm. And we spent this weekend workshopping this play and we were in Staten Island, I think. And yeah, I was just like dumbfounded the whole time. So those are a few other real strong clues.
0: Yeah. 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 For me, my experience was I always knew that I was gay. And so it was yeah. it was never like hindsight, like, I don't know. But for me, yeah. it's my hindsight is more about my gender identity. Mm-hmm. And looking back and being like, oh, that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. This is why I didn't want to have a bat mitzvah. And like, yeah. this is why I didn't want to be part of these like gendered. Yeah. Uh, Binary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. things. Yeah. yeah. So it's so interesting how, which is why I think it's so important to like, to have these kinds of conversations, because mm-hmm. then I feel like, sharing our experiences could then maybe help open the eyes for kids when they're younger. So then they can, they don't have to live in the hindsight. They can live in the present authentically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, And I will say like the thing in high school, there was a lot more fear there, not really in my queerness, but just like, how do I go about this? So mm -hmm. I think by the time I met the other person, it was like a little bit, I had no the van one person. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The van person. <laughs> we'll just use, uh, letters for, for names. Right? <laughs> um, Perfect. But yeah, like, cause at that, I also had a boyfriend this entire time. Um, oops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were
0: also young. Yes, I was young.
1: Yep. Um, but yeah, like the, the thing in high school, I think, There was a lot of fear around like, well, if I do this, what does that mean for this other person? Or if I like put myself out there, I think there was a lot more fear of like getting rejected than, Mm -hmm. um, of like, what if she doesn't feel the same thing or if I'm just a friend and like, you know, then it can ruin that. And like, then there's this weirdness. But like, I, I honestly think I found out years later that she also had a crush on me and I'm
0: like, no, (laughs) 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 but it all worked out how it was supposed to. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, I have, I had such a fear of, of my friends, like, finding out that I was gay, Mm -hmm. that I would, like, just, I wouldn't even, like, hug them, or I, I, you know, would see in movies, like, like, friends cuddling with each other, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, I would never try to attempt to cuddle my friends, because I, I would immediately feel like, they would know something that was was up, even mm-hmm. though I genuinely just love them as my friends. Yeah. Um, But that fear is so real. Yeah. Of being, like, I don't want to give myself away. Yeah. <laughs> and then what's interesting is, though, is as you were saying that, I'm thinking it's like, so what if you tell somebody that you have a crush on them and they're like, well, I'm straight. Like, I feel right. like there's like some homophobia. Yeah. Like, in a, like homophobia, like wrapped up yeah. in there. And I knew she was queer. Yeah. So like I knew she was bi. Mm hmm.
1: Or at least that was what was told to, it's just, you know, so it's just, yeah, it, it is interesting that it's like, why does it have so much more weight Yeah. Um, when it's like your first time mm-hmm. approaching something that feels like maybe closer to you
0: Yeah. Um,
1: in your identity? Like,
0: yeah. yeah, well, I think it's, you're so much more vulnerable when it's authentic mm-hmm. versus like, I'm thinking back when I, when I, after I, after I came out as gay, I think I was 20. Yeah. I like, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, good. Okay, now it's real.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: I almost like, I didn't go back in the closet, but I was like really shy about it and yeah. quiet about it for a while. And like, honestly had sex with like 15 guys because I was wow. like, well, I don't want to deal with what it actually means to be gay. Yeah. So I'm going to do the exact opposite of what I just said that I it's was like over, over. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because it, it really is scary to, because it's almost like when you're, Um, when you are living your truth and you're living authentically, you feel things more authentically because you're not, that's not a facade that's getting attacked. It's your essence.
1: Mm -hmm. And so I
0: think that that's what maybe why it feels so, so much harder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, even in the last, I would say like maybe six years, there's been, I mean, there's obviously layers to it, mm-hmm. but in the last like, yeah, few years, I feel like there's been like a reopening and like, I've just gotten closer to myself and mm-hmm. what I like, what I don't like, what I want, what I, you know, like, and that for me took a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's like, I can know something at this age, but it takes time to like really develop, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, un like unlayering <laughs> yeah and I mean, being like oh this is this is great this is okay oh I really like this okay great maybe not this okay cool like and like learning and and being open about it and
0: yeah mm-hmm. I th- I think that that comes with age maybe mm, and yeah. experience because I've also noticed that too like when I was younger and I don't know like if it's other things coming into play but just, like, that openness. Uh, I think you have to – well, first of all, you have to be willing mm-hmm. to be open. That's mm-hmm. step one. And then th- that uh, openness to being able to say, actually, I don't want that or mm-hmm. I really actually want that. yeah, and Whatever it is. And then and then it's another thing to actually do it. Right. Like, they're two totally – like, to internalize the things that you've already kind of decided are true. hmm so Yeah. That's real real. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I think it just, like – for me, it feels like it's kind of, like, uh, snowballed or, like, piled onto each other of, like, this momentum of, like – Oh, and now you're doing it. and Now you find that. And then you, and then it just keeps going. And you're like, I'm just excited to see, you know, what happens in the next few years and and lifetime of like, what else don't I know? Like, mm-hmm. what else don't I know? What else do I have to, to discover? Like, um, cause I think it is this kind of like opening, uh, of layers and like, it does take time and it takes like, living it takes doing it
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. and it takes making mistakes yeah and it takes well and it takes you know daring greatly like how you like yeah. you're just like I'm gonna go ask this person ask van person yeah. if I can kiss her yeah. and like you didn't know what she was gonna do yeah and so I feel like that also is like that's a stepping stone to like the next like layers that you're like working on
1: Hmm. I'm so glad I did we're still like close now it's like you know nothing terrible happened <laughs> That's good. Yeah, and even if I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like we can be so afraid of rejection, but yeah. even if you are rejected, it's not like life goes on. Like, it's not the end of the world,
0: you know? Yeah, and I think and I'm. That I just was watching um, Lisa Kudrow's. <laughs> yeah, uh, like not val, not valedictorian or like uh, when you're the commencement speaker oh, yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. Mm-hmm. Can't think of what it's called, but you all know what I'm talking about. And she talks about how when they were sitting on the set of friends that they were all sharing their failure failure stories and hers was, she got fired from Frazier mad about you something. Uh Um, and then was feeling like, terrible and then but then she did Romeo and Michelle and then they were gonna do a pilot for that and that didn't get picked up oh my gosh. but she's like but if either of the things those two things got picked up then she wouldn't have done friends mm-hmm. and her whole life would be completely different yeah and so I I love that story and I love just thinking about even though failure is really really hard and rejection is really hard and this is so it's cliche but I really believe that I like everything is meant to happen as yeah. it should yeah. and Even when it's like tragedy or when it sucks and when it's hard, Mm -hmm. there are positives that come from it. That's why I got my learn from everything tattoo. Oh my gosh. It's just like, even if it's good, bad, whatever, Mm -hmm. like you can take something from it. Yeah. I feel like everything is like a small redirection Mm -hmm. of
1: like, oh, that may be, okay, great. That didn't happen. Okay. That didn't work. I didn't get that job. Okay, cool. But it's like, everything is like leading you to what you're actually supposed to be doing. Yeah. And being. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's I totally agree with that. If I could like remember that, that Mm -hmm. would be good. But that tattooed on your (laughs)
1: arms—that's what I do. It will next.
0: (laughs) I have all of my mottos all over my arms just to remind me uh, when I need to know something. Um, So I didn't even say this up top but orange is the new black yay uh, yay speaking and also speaking of like acting and yes so you play nicole echel camp yep. i did it yay mm-hmm. <laughs> um so full disclosure i stopped watching orange is the new black after like four seasons because i was it was very overwhelming for mm-hmm. me it's a lot it's a lot but yeah. i started skimming the episodes that you were in yay and was awesome no, like <laughs> so like the first scene that you that i saw you in mm-hmm. um is when you're laughing about gap Batman. oh yeah 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 and then the second scene is when you're like suffocating somebody yeah. oh sorry spoilers but it's we, fine yeah, yeah yeah um hopefully the have seen see, well that's my season yeah, 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 yeah. So, um and then i was like okay that's too real alice bye yeah and then I went to bed because it, it like, turned
1: really quick
0: yeah nicole
1: really took a turn there for Jeez. a minute she's genuinely nice most of the time
0: okay but i'll have to i'll keep skimming <laughs> i should probably just go back and watch but um <laughs> But all that, all of that is to say you're a great actor. Thank you. And I really believed you were suffocating. <laughs> yes.
1: first. Uh, Amanda plays Madison, and Pumi uh, plays Acres, who I suffocate, and we mm. had a really fun time. I had bruises up and down my legs from that suffocating scene. Really? You're because you are like leaning on the bed or well, something? Well, I didn't want to put my whole weight on top of her okay. over and over again, so yeah. I would like hold myself up with the metal bed,
0: mm. which was not the choice to make. I learned. So what would. <laughs> I'm not an actor in any way, shape or form, um except when I do improv um yes. but wonderfully. oh thank <laughs> you um what were what would your other options have been besides bruising your own legs? Oh, uh just
1: I don't know. I would have to look at the bed again, okay and re- redetermine. <laughs> yeah. but I probably could i mean like I'm straddling her, mm-hmm. so I, I it probably wasn't as as bad as I imagined i was like yeah, i'm sure i could just put
0: my weight <laughs> <laughs> does she have, Down? Like, did she have like did you have like a safe word like you like like you're we, actually you, suffocating me or like a pinch or something
1: yeah we like constantly we're checking in with each other mm-hmm. and it's the there's like a stunt person there so you always um whenever you do stunts they're really really safe about it which is great mm-hmm. um but basically like she has all the power um, and we just like, I pull, if I'm like, if, if I'm pretending to like push something in your mouth, which is mm-hmm. what was happening, yeah. um, I pull back. Oh, okay. So the, 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 um, I'm literally doing it. Yeah. Like people can see I, me. I, well, I, can, I can see you and it makes all the sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, so that, so that at any point she's the one, whoever is like receiving is the one controlling it. Mm, okay.
0: Is the, the trick. That is a hot trick. Everybody yeah. write that down if you yes. want to be an actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> okay cool
1: yeah so that makes it nice and safe but i mean working with everyone on set was like truly incredible there i've made like some of the closest friends from that show that's so awesome that's been really nice yeah. i talk
0: about leah Delaria almost yes. every episode yes. because um we'll get to this in a second but she's my ring of keys moment oh my gosh where yeah. like there's an episode of orange where she um it's like a hookup scene and she takes off her shirt and her pants Mm -hmm. and she's wearing a sports bra and boxer briefs yes and that moment and this was before I had top surgery so Mm -hmm. I was still wearing bras I was like oh my god I can wear a sports bra and boxer briefs yes and I like and I was like 28 years old and I was like I still needed that permission from somebody to know that it was okay to do it which is amazing that that like that's what I why I think art is so cool because you're like you can
1: see your reflection hopefully more and more of that as time goes on but like yeah representation
0: of just like yeah you can see something and be like oh me too (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it's like if you've never even seen it or know that it exists how do you know yeah that it besides it being who you are but it feels like you need at least for me I felt like Mm -hmm. I need to like see it somewhere else before I knew it was real Mm -hmm. otherwise I felt really alone Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so what's your what's your ring of keys moment
1: oh um I was just thinking about that because I feel like I I mentioned a few of them. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I was just reminded when you were talking about Orange, totally different. But I remember, I don't know what this was, but this was something for sure when I saw Titanic Hmm. for the first time. (laughs) Okay. uh, Kate. And I was just like, she's so beautiful. And I was really young. But And also very uncomfortable because I was, like, with my parents watching that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Not the choice to make. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, But, yeah, that was definitely a moment. But I think for sure in high school, Mm -hmm. um, I also, like, was hanging out in Union Square a lot and had, like, a best friend that I made in the city. And she had, like, tattoos and was really cool. And I don't know still to this day if there was, like, romantic uh, feelings mm-hmm. involved, but I, there was definitely like a, a pull. And that was maybe when I was like 15 um, and I hung out with her all the time. And like, there was just something that like struck me, but it, I, I think it just kept happening over, over time. Definitely when I was younger, uh, the older friend that we hung out with, cause I was like, she has just like this long hair. And like, it was just like freely running through the fields. And like, it just, it just like, there was something about her, And she was kind of, like, tomboyish, and, like, um, there was definitely, like, a draw. Mm -hmm. A very strong draw. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But it still happens. I still see people, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Totally. I just, as you were talking, I just was reminded of another person from when I was younger. I don't remember. I think she worked at camp or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, camp. Yeah, yeah. camp. Yeah, Always. Yeah, always camp. (laughs) She had, she was... She wow! I've been saying this whole time that there weren't any out people that I saw. This is one that um, I must have repressed her, mm-hmm. but I don't remember her name. But um, she had—I pretty sure had a mullet, sweet. Yes. And yes. I'm picturing her in tie dye, obviously, <laughs> and like Birkenstocks, but had yeah. had um, hair on her, her on her legs uh-huh. and under her armpits. Uh-huh. And I was—I remember just feeling really intrigued by her, but mm-hmm. also feeling um, not mad at her, but like. Maybe ma- like I don't know, like a jealousy thing. Maybe, maybe like, like I want to do that too. Yeah. Or, yeah, but also like I don't know how I, I'm processing this right now. Yeah, uh, maybe like also like I like embarrassed, mm-hmm. not not like embarrassed that that was something that was appealing to me because mm-hmm. that wasn't the norm. Yeah, um, still kind of isn't the norm, but it's becoming the norm. Yes, yes. But um, wow, I have to ask my mom what her name was. But um, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's it really it does it happens. Often. Yeah. Even still now when I see people, I'm like, oh, I yeah. can do that too.
1: Yeah. And That's it definitely fun. it definitely happened on set. Like that time was so strong. Um, when I was like eighteen-ish. And I spent like I spent all week with this person and we were um uh we were like uh together all week. Um They were, like, on crew, but, like, there wasn't a lot of people on set or we just, like, found corners to talk in. (laughs) We spent, like, yeah, the whole time together just having, like, deep conversations and, like, really deeply connected. It wasn't just a look thing, Mm -hmm. Um, though I was, like, take it. I mean, she had tattoos, too, and, like, all the things and, Mm -hmm. like, um, just was, like, very cool. I keep using that word cool, but, like, something really, like, easy about the way she was in herself, mm-hmm. um, she felt like someone who understood herself really well, mm-hmm. um, and I was like really drawn to that. And definitely had a keychain hang from her hip. Cool, <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> you know? Yeah, all the pieces. <laughs> yeah, those are all, those are literally all the pieces, all the pieces, yeah. <laughs> all the things. But yeah, there is that was like definitely. Uh, I'm grateful for my youth of just being like, I have to do this. I
0: have to talk to this person. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you, I listened to your episode of Dyking Out. Yeah. And you all started talking about something that um, I, is a is a running theme among some of the a- other podcast guests that I've oh. had, which is, so um, I'm referring to Lauren Patton and Izzy Lauren. McCullough, um, <laughs> and both of whom have kind of came into their, into themselves mm-hmm. as a queer person while like on set and while playing certain roles yeah and so I wanted to know like if there were other roles that you've played that have kind of sharpened your identity and then I want to talk about like the magic of like being in one of those like spaces
1: yeah absolutely um it's hard to kind of track because um, my memory is like a little blurry of like the timeline of when things happened because mm-hmm. I definitely had an understanding of my queerness not like super young but young enough where like it was prevalent um but I don't it was never like in the forefront Mm -hmm. or I wasn't like really um maybe like uh I wasn't like investigating it actively Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah um but I did like I can look back at my resume now and I'm like oh There's this, like, line about her being bi. There's this other thing that she's queer. Oh, this – but like, And, like, I've played, like, a lot of queer roles knowing it. Mm -hmm. But also, like, like, there was one thing I played where, like, they think that she's gay. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: And then there was, like, another one that, like – And all when I'm, like, late teens, early 20s. Mm -hmm. um, And then since then, it's definitely been more, which is great. But, Mm -hmm. like, uh, a little bit more fleshed out, stuff like that. But, yeah, there was – There was, like, moments where I, like, I think there was definitely time where, like, I didn't think about it or, like, it didn't, you know, uh, it didn't, like, jump out at me. Mm -hmm. But looking back, I'm like, oh, that's interesting that, like, all these things were kind of, like, put in your path. Yeah. And I think it is, like, little pings of, like, just information Mm -hmm. of, like, oh, maybe, like, look at this
0: some more. Like, just a reminder. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's so like so for for those of you who haven't listened to the Lauren slash Izzy episodes, I'll brief you quickly. And for you, Alice, also yes. in case you don't know, um, so Lauren was in Fun Home and played Medium Al, um, which is a is a queer character based on Alison Bechdel. And um, so when I met Lauren, she was identified as a straight ally. Mm-hmm. And then as as the year went on. Like we had conversations, and the, and the more she was playing this role and in this space, realized that she actually was more of a, like a queer person, mm-hmm. um, and then had a relationship with a woman, and um, now very confidently and boldly identifies as queer. And Izzy, um, who's who plays Alyssa Green in the Prom musical on Broadway, um, also like was was um, kind of struggling with owning the identity mm-hmm. of being a, like a queer person because. Um, she had never been in relationship with somebody, um, and I think that. I, um, but it's so interesting because like you don't have to be in relationship with yeah. someone to know your. And so it was almost like us, ha- me and her having that conversation. Mm. Almost like I'm. I'm not want to put words in her mouth, but like <laughs> it felt as though it was like giving her permission to kind of own a word that mm. she didn't think that she could. Yeah. Um. I'll have to check in with her, but um. That's incredible. Yeah, and so it's like, and so I'm wondering, like, if being in so they so they each are playing these queer roles mm-hmm. and then Lauren went on to play a, another queer character in The Wolves yes. and um and just I I'm thinking about just is is being on set like this really safe space to especially if you're playing a queer character I guess mm. it's like you already know that you're going to be held in a certain way. So I'm, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if, you, if there's even a question in there, but yeah, yeah. do you know like Do you know what I mean? And yeah. how does it feel? Like? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think it varies from, from place to place. And I think hopefully that all sets are sta- safe, um yeah. spaces. But, um, I, I know now, especially, but like paying attention to like, who's writing these things, the, the films or project that, projects that you're doing, um, and to me like does something feel genuine mm-hmm. does this feel like it's written does this character feel do they feel do i feel like they just like put this together because uh they want it in their show and that it's like a hot topic or something mm-hmm. or does it feel like a genuine story that they're giving You know, and not that all queer characters have to be about queerness, you know, but like, does it feel like a human being, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So that's just like from the start looking at the writing part Mm -hmm. of it of like, what are we saying with what we're doing? And I think that's kind of always important to look at no matter what story you're telling is like, what are we putting out there? Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I would say I did this, um, independent episodic, uh, show called Doomsday. Okay. Um. And that was really wonderful. That was, like, one of the first times I did... Um, I did sort of an independent project that, like, uh, kind of was, like, was off on its own. Like, I it, did, it was, like, through the writer-director, like, um, asked me to come into auditions. It was kind of, like, a separate thing. And, and I had just a wonderful experience. And the character I played, Sorrel, happens to be gay. Mm-hmm. They're, like, in this cult Um but my character and the main character have like were girlfriends and then broke up and then like got into this cult. And there's like this kind of like history, but it's also Sonia O'Hara who wrote it. Um, it's coming from like a genuine place. So it does feel complicated and messy and like, mm-hmm. um, and being on that set was wonderful. It was like super independent. Like um, it was like a very much community effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, again, like made some, so many friends doing that project And everything felt really safe. Like any scenes where – and this kind of goes across the board. Like any scenes where um, you're dealing with something more physical Mm -hmm. or being more intimate, um, what often happens and like what should happen is that like it's a safe space, that like it's a closed set, like not – extra people aren't there just to watch. It's just like you and whoever really needs to be there, you know. Mm Sound. Sound. DP, like the director, you know, like the essential, um, people are in the room so that it doesn't feel exposed. Mm -hmm. Um, and also like whenever you're filming anything more physical, it is a lot of like stop and go. So it's like a lot more clumsy than you would think.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely like in the past few years, like, um, I feel like I'm seeing in the scripts that I'm getting like way more queer characters mm-hmm. and like like more fleshed out stories and things that feel um really like genuine and close to home and so that's really exciting yeah that's yeah. great
0: yeah well i'm glad that, that the sets are feeling like they're safe spaces yeah. um and i wonder who, what other actors i know that you had you were having this whole conversation with the folks on diking Out so we don't need to have it again <laughs> but like other actors where I know they they mentioned like Ellen Page oh where yeah get all of these roles before she was out but they were like queerish roles or queer yeah. vibe roles yeah and I just I do wonder like if being on sets that feel safe mm-hmm. and being in roles that are queer or queer adjacent mm-hmm. is it's like almost like a practice like a practice round mm. or like getting your feet, like dipping your toe in. Oh yeah. Of yeah. like If you're not fully out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're not fully even aware that this is something that is part of your identity. Yeah. Um, I just, I it just, it's cool that acting and art has that power of, Absolutely. of being able to transform not only the actors, yeah, but then the people consuming. Watching. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's true. And I've read so many things that where it's like, Oh, this role helped me open up to this. And like, I feel like oftentimes it can be a stepping stone. Um, not the only one, but, like, definitely, like, a way in because you're, you know, hopefully getting behind this character um, that you're
0: playing. And so it it brings it closer to you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Do you get any, like, messages on Instagram or anything about people thanking you for, like, being an out?
1: Oh, that's really cool. I don't know. I, I do get, like... Um, like stuff on Instagram and like a lot of stuff about orange the fans are amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of like positive reinforcement um and some compliments which is nice <laughs> um totally but i don't i honestly don't know if i've gotten like specifically that message hmm. but that would be cool
0: that would be yeah you will <laughs> yeah <laughs> in time <laughs> yeah all in when it's meant to be it will yes be. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so are there um are there any like um what am I trying to ask? Oh, your, your, your favorite like queer representation in the media right now. Yeah, I
1: have been, I love that question. Um, I have been obsessed with euphoria. Mm, I haven't seen it yet. So so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I mean, they do such a good job. It's about a lot of things. It's like about addiction and recovery and there's a lot of queerness in there and, Um, also just like the cinematography is beautiful Mm -hmm. and it's like really vibrant. Um, but yeah, there's just this like beautiful learning space that they create that Mm -hmm. like, oh, this person's my friend. Oh no, wait, I love them. (laughs) Like, Mm, and it like blossoms. I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but I just did. Whoops. I'm so sorry. Please watch the show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's, that's like, that's on, that's on top for me right
0: now. Cool. Yeah. Um, I need to watch that. It's, it's so like good. on my. It's on my list. I was just finishing Big Little Lies. Oh, I've only watched like the first season. Okay, what do you mean? think?
1: I it took me a while to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the acting. I I like it. It just wasn't something that was like pulling me.
0: Yeah, you know what's pulling you besides Euphoria right now? Ooh,
1: good question. I honestly so uh, don't want to say this, but I'm going to. I've been like watching. I've been watching reality shows, which is like so I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. Well, is what's happening. What? And ones? a lot of stand up. Um I've been watching uh I've been watching <laughs> Are You The One? It's like all queer this cool. this season, so that's why I'm watching that. Nice. And it's super exciting. So it's like a dating show? <laughs> yeah like a, like
0: a bachelor type
1: thing sort or? of they're like they they like have to find who their perfect matches ooh yeah dun 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 <laughs> but i i was watching the bachelorette nice. i didn't want to say that that's okay i study it cuz the characters are so that is really Smart. interesting yeah. to me P- cool. nobody believes me when i say that they're like
0: yeah right i'm like no i am i have notebooks
1: <laughs> full of notes have, my whole room is just notes <laughs> and the like posters
0: of them but it's for research yes, yes. <laughs> listen <laughs> um
1: yeah but euphoria has been taken taking the cake for me okay right now um i feel like i was watching some other things but i can't remember them off the top of my head
0: yeah there is. If I, I remember, mean, I'll come back. Yeah. Dude, so there's this new, um, I don't know how new it is actually, but there's this website app called Cameo. Actually, do you know about it? I don't know this. Okay. So maybe you should be on it if you wanted to. So it's famous people Ooh. Um, uh, se- uh, recording uh, videos for people for money so like i've heard about yes, this yes. <laughs> yes so like i i my friend robbie's obsessed with teddy toy who's in the prom and oh, so yes. i i and so good so i got it for him and teddy sings like a little part of you happened and Ooh. instead of and says robbie's name in the end instead of the girl's name yes and it's like 10 15 seconds and it's oh amazing so i'm gonna um so you should you should do it too I bet yes would do yes it. yes um what is it called are you the one are you the one? I'm going to see if anyone is on there. <laughs> that's are amazing. you the one? Yeah. I also oh, just remembered like here.
1: 10 more, like Killing Eve. Absolutely. Except I haven't watched the last season, but that's definitely one.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Killing Eve. I love. And Pen 15. Have you seen that?
0: Oh my gosh. I love that show. I love that show. <laughs> I'm like,
1: just not, which is not queer. Uh, mm, yet? I not think so. <laughs> yeah. Not yet.
0: Okay. Well, I love that show. Me too. It's so good. I'm um, here, there are lots of people from that show on here. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: Oh my gosh. Everyone. It's amazing. It's terrifying. The idea of being in a house like that truly scares me. Yeah. I would just be crying in the corner the whole time. I don't
0: know. I would like, I probably yeah, I would be like drunk and crying because yeah. I'd be like, I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> there's too many things happening. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch Real World? No. Okay. No. Um, I so. missed. I missed it. Never mind. Yeah. Bobby, did you watch Real? <laughs> maybe World? I'll go back. So there's I'll a. Go back so and watch it. I just because this is part of my like everyday vernacular now. Yeah. So there's this character named Tech on. It was like the Hawaii, mm-hmm. and there was another character. I think his name is Justin. Was the gay one? Maybe. Um, and like, <laughs> it was before he was out and they were like getting in the pool and like Justin did something and Ted goes, are you gay? And just like, are you gay? And it just was like so <laughs> funny to me and like terrible to like, act, like confront yeah. someone in that way. But at that Not time, the way, but-, but now in my head, every time I see people, I'm like, are you gay? <laughs> <my> <laughs> <gosh>. I'll attack. <attest. laughs> from, and that's like, I actually don't really watch that much reality, but that was one that I got into for a while. Yes. The that's incredible. World. Yeah. If someone was like, "I'll give you fifteen million dollars to be on Are You the One," would you do it? Fifteen million dollars is so much money. I know. Okay, so if someone was like, "I'll give you one million dollars," that's still so much money. money. (laughs) If someone was like, "If you are on Are You the One now, you Uh can have any dream role you want in thirty years," this is hard in thirty years. Yeah, I might be dead. There's so many factors. (laughs) I know. I know.
1: We don't. You don't have to answer. Um.
0: So I'll make, I'll make my own dream roll. Oh yeah! <laughs> Seriously, put it into the universe. Doing it, doing it now. Yeah. Um. So, was I wasn't going to ask you. Um. Switching gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. You were like actually a lot of it. You oh. had um talked to me about this new nonprofit called Unbroken. Yes. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that, just so we can start getting the word out. Yeah, absolutely. Um. The non-for-profit is called Unbroken,
1: and it helps give free therapy to survivors of institutional abuse and conversion therapy. Um, so it's a really great cause, and hopefully there will be more to say about it soon. Um, but I know the founder has been working really hard mm-hmm. uh, in, in getting all the pieces in place, um, and she'll be giving free therapy herself and is just uh, getting the group together. And the whole
0: team in order, so
1: yeah, great. Yeah, well, we'll
0: make sure to share the Instagram handle and any other information you have. Yes. when once this uh, launches, cool. We'll, yeah, we'll share the info <laughs> out. Absolutely. Um, so we've been talking a lot about like our younger selves. Mm-hmm. Um, and what advice would you give to your younger self?
1: Oh, ah, uh, <laughs> <sighs> I mean, so many things, but like regarding. What we're talking about today um I would just say like to be easy mm-hmm. with myself mm-hmm. uh in general yeah. <laughs> and to that it's okay to make mistakes and um and like also like a push like go out there and enjoy yourself and have fun and like learn you know we're here mm-hmm. to learn um but, yeah, just to like not take everything so seriously, yeah, <laughs> and and that like it's okay to have big feelings, you know, mhm, um,
0: so like all those all those nuggets, <laughs> that's really nice. I had the thought, I have a new niece, and she's mm-hmm. uh eleven months, ten months, I don't oh. know, something something in there, yeah, yeah, um uh, or she's eleven months, um, and I was thinking about writing her like letters. <gasps> And, like, sprinkling that. it with advice because I think that that would be really cool. That's and then, amazing. But then I was like, but what if I have other nieces and nephews and do I have to write them letters? <laughs> Can I just change the name on <laughs> these? Just have a whole <laughs> bin
1: of letters. Yeah, I'm like, just pick one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet. That's such a good
0: idea. And I feel like I have to do it because I said it on a podcast. What would you say to her? <laughs> I, would, I would tell her to... Um, to not be afraid to be who you are mm-hmm. um, she, and to reach out when she needs help mm-hmm. and don't and that she's not alone oh that's no so matter old, what yeah. no matter what the thing is it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a queer thing right just anything that is causing her anguish mm-hmm. i want her to know that she has her parents and me and like everybody our whole family's like her you know her champion yeah so just cuz i think that there's so much I know for me, I felt so alone for so long growing up that, like, Mm. if I would have just known that I had a safe place to share my feelings, Mm -hmm. regardless of what those feelings were, I think things would would have been a lot different for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so important. And I feel like, I mean, at any age, but, like, specifically, like, young teens, like, early, like, all from, like, I mean, there's just, like, those years that are so... um, amplified mm-hmm. and like everything can feel so intense and like it does feel if you don't know like it does feel it can feel like you are very alone mm-hmm. um especially if you're not like talking about stuff with people or you know don't feel comfortable sharing something with a friend whatever it is mm-hmm. like um because I feel like for me at that age like I didn't know how to really create a healthy support system Mm -hmm. or community like I had really close friends but like we were getting into trouble all the time yeah (laughs) um yeah and so like to have that reminder of like reach out anytime I'm Mm -hmm. sure she
0: would deeply appreciate that well maybe I'll go do that (laughs) yeah um I want to revisit something that you mentioned how Mm -hmm. you you said when you told your mom like a little bit like after, like speaking of like reaching out to people yeah. and how like she didn't quite take it seriously yeah. in the beginning, like was there a certain point where um, she kind of like realized that this wasn't like a young kid giddy phase thing or yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. just what's your experience then? <laughs> totally. Um, that's a really good question. Um,
1: I think it took time. Mm -hmm. It definitely took a lot of time um, with her, and like, and it took also me kind of like bringing things into her awareness that hurt. Mm. Of like, oh, Mm -hmm. hey mom, you're doing this thing, and I don't know if you notice that you're doing this thing, but like when you do this, and I'll tell you what it is in a second because this is super vague. But like (laughs) when you do, it makes me feel like. I'm not a person, or you're just like not seeing me fully. Um, and so, like, yeah, I started. I started actually seeing that person that I kissed mm-hmm. outside the van of my dressing room. <laughs> van person, yes, <laughs> super vague. Um, but I started seeing her kind of regularly, and like was hiding, hiding it because I had a boyfriend mm. who they they knew also and. Um, it was like, definitely didn't do it the right, or I wouldn't do it that way again. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying my best at the time. (laughs) That's all we can do. Um, but I knew from, I knew from that moment, I was like, this is real. Like, I love this person. Like it's deep. Mm -hmm. I don't know how soon I said that, but like, I knew it was like very deep. Um, and, and kind of kept it secret like I don't know if I I had friends that knew or because I was seeing someone I really kept it very secretive and like would skip school and like go to her house and like you know all these kind of like maneuvers and like my mom I think in the beginning I honestly don't know how much she knew I know she I think she knew that we were like hanging out Mm -hmm. but I don't know if she knew the depths of that or wanted to know the depths yeah. of that. Um, and so she would often say things like, Oh, Allie, like that's Allie. Like you're so silly or crazy or, you know, it's like brush it off. And he's like, Oh, you would do that. Like, mm-hmm. but, but very much how I took it, which is I'm sure not her intention mm-hmm. was like, this isn't real. Right. Um, or it's just a phase or like, it's this, like you're exploring, but you don't know kind of like what I read through what she was saying, Mm -hmm. um, or subconsciously. And then over time I still dated men and, um, had relationships and then like didn't date for a while (laughs) by choice. And, uh, and then I kind of started like not only, but mostly dating women, Mm -hmm. um, and was really, like, discovering, like, a deeper sense of myself and who I liked and all this stuff. And and what would happen was, like, I would be seeing this person um, and I'd be, like, really excited that I'm dating this new woman and, like, would tell my mom, not right away, but, like, a little bit in and, like try to have kind of like a deeper conversation or just a conversation, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, about it. And then I don't think that she noticed for a while, but she would continue to bring up guys that I've dated Mm. where she's like, Oh, have you talked to this person? Like almost immediately after I'd be like, I'm seeing this new person (laughs) who happens to be a woman. Um, and so that would happen on, like that would sort of happen a lot. And it just felt like, Oh, you just like really don't want to hear this or, you're not aware that you're doing this. Um, there's just like this like deeper sense. And after a while, it started to really hurt. Yeah. Like I was like becoming really aware of like, oh, this really doesn't feel good. And I think one time <laughs> it happened that like my sister went on one date with this guy and mm-hmm. she like told me all about it. Mm-hmm. My mom did. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like very excited. And I was like, okay, stop. <laughs> I was like, okay, and tried to be like very calm and not like jump out at her. But I was yeah. like, you realize I've been seeing this person for like four or five months and you don't know what they do and you don't know much about them at all. And I've tried to tell you, but now this really feels like kind of a slap in the face. I didn't say it like that, but I was like, this is like really clear to me. Um, and And she was, I mean, she's such a wonderful mom and kind person, but it, it it's like, there's blind spots, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's like, no, I didn't, I didn't mean that. And, and, and I just, I, I think it was important for me at least to state like, this is what I notice and this is how it's hurting. And like, I would love for that to change. I understand that it can take time, but like, can we make an effort for it to change? Mm-hmm. Um, and now like it has, mm-hmm. like, it's not a complete But, like, she has met, uh, my girlfriend and, like, um, asks about her and, Mm -hmm. like, so that there, that feels, like, shifting, you know? I'm like, okay, cool. This is, and, and my dad, my dad has been, like, um, kind of, like, never wants to know about anybody that I'm dating, but, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a general sense, but, but hasn't, um, there definitely are blind spots also, um. I don't know, for some reason it felt deeper with my mom, um, because I just genuinely wanted to connect mm-hmm. with her. Yeah.
0: Um, well, that's deep. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Of course. Yeah. 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 It can be, first of all, you're so calm with your mom. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> when my mom or dad like misgender me or like say mm-hmm. something wrong, I am like attack mode yeah uh because like no patience yeah i have like no patience yeah. and i like why wa- I, I try so hard to like be in this like patient mindset that mm-hmm. you are exhibiting i'm not like this all the time okay. at all <laughs> but like you know because i do i do think that it, it obviously is more i think they're effective in their different ways mm-hmm. i think that the like calmness is like the way you get through mm-hmm. and then the like for me i think the emotional reaction is like this is what's happening. Like you're triggering this really deep emotion in me. And it's not just my parents, you know, it's anybody who, who I love and respect that's like misgenders me or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know it's takes time and everyone makes mistakes. I misgender myself. Like it's, I get it, but it's like, you have to try. Yeah, absolutely. Put in the effort. Like, yeah. And I remember like the, after when I came out at 20, my dad, I think for the next probably like five years, was mm-hmm. like, so how's Andy? Who was like this kid I dated for like three seconds in high school. Yep. And I was like, how do you remember these people? <laughs> right? right. <laughs> and it's like, I'm Andy's great. He's a really nice guy. We had so much fun together. Yeah. Same with Marty. Yeah. Hi, hi, guys. I'm sure you're not listening to this, but if you are, <laughs> what's up? Um. But it's, you know, it's like it, it took him a long time to come around mm-hmm. to understanding that this was like a reality and it wasn't just a phase or Mm -hmm. something that I was making up for attention or whatever. I don't, I actually don't think he thought either of those things. I think he maybe thought a phase, but not attention, but whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And so I've really had to learn actually through my work, Mm -hmm. um, like at Keshet doing LGBTQ inclusion trainings, I've had to really learn how to be patient because I can't snap at People who I'm working for, (laughs) like I, I have to channel patience, And so (sighs) I tried to bring that into like, personal areas, but sometimes that pool of patience has been drained by work. And then I'm like, yes, see me and validate me as who I am. Yes. (laughs) And and so it can be a lot. As they should. Yeah. 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 I, and there's times where
1: that, I don't know. I feel like there's also times where that emotional response is needed Mm -hmm. or like, depending on who you're talking to, like, maybe that's the way they can hear it. Yeah. You know, like Mm -hmm. maybe some people will hear you through a calm and like (laughs) gentle voice. And then sometimes like people really need to like hear the what how it's affecting you, Mm -hmm. me, you know, like.
0: Yeah. Sometimes we need those. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you mentioned earlier that you have been watching a lot of stand-up. Yeah. Have you seen Hannah Gadsby's Douglas? Yes. yes. Oh my God. Yes. Like, I saw it
1: live. Me too. Ah. I just went yesterday. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. It's so good. I saw it. Is this, is there a new one? Um, this one's no, called the, Douglas. I don't oh. know which one, which one did you see? The like uh, original. Oh, the Nanette. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also okay, incredible. But okay. So in Douglas oh my gosh oh you saw net live yeah oh crap okay. yeah 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 sweet yeah was, how was that incredible whoa I
1: did not know what I was walking into
0: and yeah. I was like
1: well I'm in tears and laughing hysterically yeah like at the same time how is this happening
0: yeah it's oh uh, so good so it's, good okay it's so good and then <laughs> Douglas go see it if you can, get, if you can get tickets I, I don't can, know when yeah. it ends but it's really good um but there's without I'm I don't she talks about like anger mind. and like irrational anger and mm-hmm. like the responses to it. And just, I don't want to give too much away because I hope it goes on Netflix, but yeah. um, it's similar to what we're talking about. Like sometimes things are just like poke you in a way that you don't realize are going to, or you mm-hmm. do, and you just like, you can't, you can't control the response to it. Yeah. So,
1: and I feel like there's healthy ways to express anger. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't think it's great to like stifle everything Mm -hmm. you know it's like or else it just like continues to fester and like twirl around in ourselves obviously don't go around like hurting people but like but yeah I think there's like a good balance of like learning how to express anger Mm -hmm. and other emotions yeah
0: I I found like before I like went to therapy a lot Mm -hmm. and like learned how to do this (laughs) but like before that Like, I would snap at everybody about everything Mm -hmm. because I wasn't expressing anything to anybody. Yeah. So it was just, like, everything was festering and piling up, and then I had no sense of, like, balance. Like, what. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what requires this kind of response? And I was just, like, yelling at everybody. (laughs) So I'm glad I worked that out. Yeah. 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 No, I think mine used to,
1: and probably still does, like, mine goes, like, internally Mm -hmm. like it just like whips back around (laughs) and I'm like great (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: (laughs) learning how to release all those things yeah um okay so we're gonna head into our final segment which is the rapid fire segment so I am just going to read you a series of uh questions and just answer as quickly as you can i'm terrified um it's it's very don't worry you're gonna do great no right or wrong answers except one and you'll know when it happens great um all right are you ready (laughs) always (laughs) okay writing or reading Uh, writing acting or singing acting dogs or cats dogs beach or mountains oh beach biking or running biking bagels or donuts Beagle is good. That was, that was the one. <laughs> That's the right answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Train or plane? Oh plane Pants or shorts.
1: Uh, uh pants. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Coke. Night or day. Night. Favorite dessert. Ah oh, Um Oh, this is very complicated. I would say ice cream. Okay. Just generally. But what's complicated about that? Because there's like details and things I'm leaving out. Oh, you're like, well, I'm, when I'm in this
0: mood, you know. Oh yeah. So like right now, if you were to get ice cream, what would it be? Um. Oh God.
1: I would say like a, like something like
0: fresh, like a mint chocolate mm. chip. Are you a bowl or a cone? Oh, I have to go with cone. And then sugar or waffle. Waffle. Yeah. <laughs> Always go for the waffle. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um Alice, this has been really lovely. This has been amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. How can folks um, follow you on social media? What are your handles? Yes. Um, my handles are... That sounds funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my handles are
1: um, Instagram and Twitter, I think, are both at Alice Kremelberg. All E's. K-R-E-M-E-L-B-E-R-G.
0: If that makes sense. That's it. it makes, yeah. You spelled it. It makes all the sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all E's if you're yeah. confused. <laughs> uh, and we'll post it uh, in the post as well. Um, and any upcoming shows or um, things that you'd like to plug? Yeah. Um, I'm
1: doing a feature film called Here Comes the Blackout. I'm filming that in October. Cool. Um, I'm really excited. Lots of queer characters. Sweet. Super great script. I'm very excited about that. And then I'm doing a few more shorts. Um and some more films and maybe a play. We'll see. Uh, doing lots of reading. So I'm staying as busy as possible without losing my mind. But I like busy.
0: Yeah, busy's good. Busy's good. B- a balanced busy.
1: Balanced, yes. Yeah. Work-life balance. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for coming out. Thank you so much for having me. This has been just a delight. Ditto back.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for coming out. Hey, it's Dubs Weinblatt, your host of Thank You for Coming Out. Thank you so much for listening with an open heart and an open mind. Please subscribe to our podcast on the platform of your choice, and don't forget to rate and review us, it really helps.